Welcome to 45 Forward, the beginning of the rest of your life. Each week, host Ron Ruel and his guests discuss topics of interest to many listeners in their 40s and beyond, including retirement, caring for aging parents, health, lifestyle, and more. It's time to think ahead to the next half of your life, and we'll help you plan it with ease. Now, here is Ron Roel. Welcome, everyone, to another edition of 45 Forward, where our mission is to help you, our listeners, from Los Angeles to Long Island, age successfully, making your second half of life even better than the first. At a time of sharp political divisions, many of us yearn for earlier days when we had a vision for peace and understanding across the world. Despite daunting obstacles, we're still, there are still thousands of people who continue to pursue this vision, one small step at a time, even into our retirement years. In today's episode, we talk with Jackie Agdern and Jim Glasser, members of Friendship Force, an international nonprofit organization focused on promoting understanding, cultural education, and citizen diplomacy through personal friendships. Jackie and Jim, who are active members of the New York Metro area chapter of Friendship Force, explain how Friendship Force brings people together through its signature program of home hospitality. In a typical program, a local club prepares an itinerary of cultural activities, inviting members from clubs in other states or countries to stay with them in their homes. Jackie and Jim will describe some of their memorable journeys over the years and what they learned about other cultures and lifestyles when given the opportunity to, as they put it, put your feet up on the kitchen table and get to know people. Today's conversation, you'll learn how to get involved with a Friendship Force Club in your area, host international visitors in your home, or join a cultural travel program. Through these cult- personal encounters, strangers become friends, and by experiencing different views, we can discover common ground. So now it's a pleasure to introduce my guests, Jackie Agdern and Jim Glasser, who will explain how the force of friendship can be with all of us. So Jackie and Jim, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Thank you. Nice, nice to be here. Yeah, it's a pleasure to have you. And uh, I just, uh, you know, as I, as I do, like with all my guests, I like to, you know, t- uh, give the audience a sense of, you know, your journey, uh, you know, how, you know, how you've uh, proceeded in your life and evolved over your time and how you came to Friendship Force. So uh, why don't I start with you, Jackie, and then I'll just, after you finish, I'll just jump to you, Jim. Okay. Uh, well, Professionally, um, I was uh, a teacher. Mm-hmm. First, I was a home economics teacher oh. for a couple of years. And um, I, uh, one of the classes that I taught happened to be special needs children. Mm-hmm. And I really loved them. Uh, then I, I had to leave my area, New York, and moved out of state. And I said, if I ever go back to teaching, that's what I want, the special needs kids. Mm-hmm. I did move back to New York and got certified in special ed. And I was with that for like 16 years, and it was great. And regarding um, getting you uh, interested in friendship for us, a lot of things. It, it started when I was a child and when my parents went to Japan and they brought back a, a doll, a geisha doll, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and which was very different from our culture, that dress. And um, they also brought a, a kimono and an obi and, and the uh, zuri socks that they wear. Mm-hmm. And that, that 
sparked my interest. I was maybe seven, eight years old. And then through school, um, public school, different projects got me interested in, in geography and different cultures. And because I was home economics, mm-hmm. um, I was, you know, even before home economics, I um, was sewing. And I would make oh. uh, clothes for, uh, from dairy, various places in the world, you know. Mm. Uh, so uh, it was fun, you know, different projects like that. Right. And then um, in my adult life, um, I moved to Ohio. Mm-hmm. And that was an education. Right. Mm. Here, another state. And uh, like, I'm from New York and... I thought the world, you know, was the same all over the place, but a lot of differences. And the most obvious was speech and they were slow mannered and such. And um, I became, uh, when my little one was born, my first was born, I became a Tupperware lady. Wow. And this, what uh, interests, you know, I'm um, relating this because the people I met, Mm-hmm. They had absolutely no concept of like um, population and, and density mm-hmm. because this was a suburb of, of Youngstown. Right. And I tried to explain to them what Co-op City was like. Mm. And here you have 60,000 people in a very small area that right. could, and, and buildings 25 and uh, higher right. uh, stories. And, um, the highest that they there they were familiar with was like maybe six stories. Right, right. So the, these are cultural differences right. that interest me. Right. And um, while I was uh, when I uh, came back to New York and was right. teaching right. over the summers, I um, was teaching English to foreign students, mm-hmm. but these were adult students. Right. And I, and they were with me from anywhere from one to four weeks at a time. Right, right. right. And I was teaching them English yeah. and I was, I was um, responsible for their room board and teaching them so many hours of, of lessons. Right. But I played um, tour guide right. and had a, a wonderful time with them, right. sharing Long Island with them right. and New York City. Right. And um, I also learned from them right. as well. Yeah. And and one of the very the very first um, person I had was from Japan. Mm. And crossing the streets here, she was looking in the opposite direction. Right. And that's when I realized, whoa, yeah. <laughs> they, they drive on the different side of the street. So that right. that's how what they yeah. would do. So these little things have right. always been of interest to me. Yeah. Yeah. Jackie, I'm going to jump to Jim now. Sure, uh, we, sure. We can we can go back into your background, but I want to get to him quickly. But so sure. we can jump in and and then talk about the friendship force in particular. So sure. go ahead, Jim. Okay. Well, from a career perspective, I spent um, many years working uh, with the Social Security Administration mm-hmm. um, in various managerial and uh, administrative positions, and um, after I retired. Um, I basically wanted to, there's certain things I wanted to do, including travel more, including um, meeting other people, new people, establishing new relationships, establishing new friendships, 
course, there was a very diverse population that I dealt with professionally. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and just find people who were like-minded and, and were interested in doing the same things as I was. And um, so one day there was a an over 50 fair at one of the local Long Island hotels, right. which I went to and uh, French Air Force had an exhibit there. And um, I it just resonated, the whole idea of French Air Force resonated with me, the whole idea, the 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 mission, the everything about French Air Force resonated with me. And a very short time afterwards, I became a member, and I've been an active member ever since. Wow! Yeah. So let's let's go right from there and just uh, you know give some specifics about just you know how Friendship Force works. A little bit about how it's founded, what the goal is, so so the our listeners can, can understand what the organization does and how it functions. So I'll go back to you, Jackie, and then Jim, you can jump in as me as we as we like. It has a very interesting history. Uh, as uh, as you mentioned before, it's an international cultural exchange mm-hmm. with home uh, home hosting um, organization, and it's a nonprofit, non religious, and non political right. organization. And our mission is to promote global understanding mm-hmm. across the barriers. Right. That separate us. And the creator was Reverend Wayne Smith. He was from Georgia. Okay. And what he did, he went to, um, uh, he was a missionary, missionary to Brazil. Okay. And there, where he was located, he and his family were in an area that was like the slums of Brazil. Mm-hmm. And um, they they really had to adapt. But prior to going there, he learned the language fluently, which was Portuguese. Portuguese right. Yes, and he got to really know the people. And then he realized with the 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 mission that he was on, he couldn't handle that. He had to get more people or government involved or something. Right. So he got to meet a lot of people. And, and became friends with them. Um, and, and eventually, when he came back to the States, he had met, at the time, Governor Jimmy Carter. This is the 70s. The, the, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. This is now the 70s. And um, uh, he asked Jimmy, if he, who had never been to Brazil, would he like to go? Mm-hmm. And would he like to be hosted by you know his friend, and this friend had, had spent time with him in his own house um, in Brazil. So anyhow, uh, Wayne Smith arranged this um, homestay for Jimmy and and Rosalind. Rosalind, yes, mm-hmm. and they had a wonderful time. It was not political at all. Anyhow. That was the start of the concept of homestays. Mm-hmm. And after that, uh, they arranged chartered flights mm-hmm. where like maybe 250 people from um, one location, which happened, started out with Brazil and 250 people from the States. And they did some, you know, um, it was chartered flights. It, it would come, drop off people, then go and... and um, 
pick up and, and drop off the other people. So that's where the exchange came from, the word mm-hmm. exchange, which right. now we call journeys, mm-hmm. by the way. Right. Okay. So um, anyhow, uh, that, that's how it all started. Right. Then eventually, um, when Carter became president, he endorsed it and he had a banquet of all um, the U.S. governors. Mm-hmm. And he sent them home saying, get some people to, involved in each of the states. And that was the, the launch and the start. And wow. the very first exchange was with um, Newcastle, England, mm-hmm. and, um, and, and uh, Georgia, actually. Right, right. So that, yeah, that's yeah. what they did. So, mm-hmm. so Jim, why don't we uh, just jump to some of the, you know, some personal experiences of your experiences with the uh, these exchanges, or now they're called journeys. So what sort of things have you participated in and what have been your experiences? Well, the very, well, one of the, interesting, one of the very, the very first thing that I actually did wasn't really one of these exchanges. The very first thing that I did, and it was just really a matter of the timing of it all, was going to a world conference. Mm. Uh, In addition to these exchanges, which I could talk a little bit more about how they work, they're, um, Friendship Force organizes world conferences. It was every year when I was first a member, and now it's every other year put on hold during the pandemic, although it's starting up again next year. And basically what it is, is um, someplace in the world, everybody is invited from every Friendship Force club in the world and get together, talk about different friendship force items, this and that, and and uh, sometimes have little add-on trips and what have you. Mm-hmm. And you meet people from literally all around the world doing the same thing you're doing. And when you go back several times, you see the same people and it's terrific. And so that was actually the first thing that I've done with them. And now I've done several of those. I've done actually three of those, but I've been to amazing places around the world um, anywhere from Kalispell, Montana, domestically, to a world conference in Morocco, to Australia, to Costa Rica. Um, the, the possibilities are endless. As a matter of fact, several of us, Jackie included, we were in Australia on one of these journeys when the pandemic first hit. Oh, wow. Mm. Um, it was a little tricky as far as how we were going to get back, but we did. <laughs> But we did, and we're here. Right. So, um, and it's been great. And you meet wonderful people along the way, and uh, it's been terrific. Mm. So, how many of these journeys now? So, you're you you folks are involved in the Long Island metro area or the New York metro area, right? Yes. So uh, and and there are clubs. You said, well, I guess across the world, but across the states as well. Is that right? Yeah. That, yeah. Go ahead, Jackie. All right. There. Um, are uh, 50 different countries and maybe uh, about 250 clubs or mm-hmm. chapters worldwide. And what was, yes. And um, I forgot what your question was. That's okay. <laughs> about, yeah. yeah. Um, we've gone, oh, yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, our club, each each chapter runs a little differently, mm-hmm. but our club has two inbounds and two outbound journeys every year. Okay. And uh, one-on-one, each of uh, domestic and an international. Now, during the pandemic, of course, things were changed and stuff, right. but we, and we're starting to get back to that. Right. Um, yeah. So, uh, 
Yeah. So what's what's yep. coming? Give me a sense of uh, perhaps I'll switch back to you, Jim, in terms of what were some of the recent intakes and outtakes and, and uh, what's coming up? Well, um, we have um, we recently went some of us went to uh, Washington, state of Washington, mm-hmm. and just a few weeks ago, got back from Canada, from uh, Ontario. OK. And we had a wonderful trip in in uh, in Canada. Um, lovely people there. And uh, in um, the fall, we have a group coming, another group coming in from Spokane, um, Washington. Okay. And uh, we are doing an outbound trip in the fall, later in the fall, October into November to California, San Diego and Los Angeles. Right, right. Um, next year, I had mentioned these world conferences. Next year, they're uh, restarting the world conferences and the 2023 world conference will be in Croatia. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, we have a, uh, we're going to come up with a break shortly, but um, um, so it, it, this reminds me of, you know, I was uh, mentioning earlier when we were chatting that, um, you know, when I was uh, in high school, we used to have the American field service student exchanges. And, um, you know, it was, uh, it was very enlightening that I think actually the students would stay for a semester. Um, so there was some time that they stayed with us. I think, I, I think actually, Jackie, the first family, first student that we had was from Japan as well when I was in high school. Um, but I think that there, you know, there, there really are interesting experiences. And um, I guess there, there are journeys, but they are exchanges. I mean, you're exchanging different points of view. Um, and so uh, what I want to do, uh, we're going to take a, a break in, in, a, in a few seconds, but when we come back, um, I want to just talk a little bit more about, you know, what the, what the visits are like, you know, what do you do with the people, you know, give me a little bit of texture and color about what, what these uh, um, actual journeys are like from both sides of, of the journey. So sure. uh, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, we'll be coming, when we come back, folks, we'll be talking much more with Jackie Agdern and Jim Glasser of Friendship Force International. <laughs> so don't go anywhere. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa. Play Finding Your Frequency Podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Planning for college? Tune in to Getting In, a college coach conversation for tips, techniques, and insider perspectives. Hosted by Elizabeth Heaton, a former admissions officer at the University of Pennsylvania and featuring her fellow admissions and college finance experts from Bright Horizons College Coach. The show shares what colleges are really looking for and how to highlight your hard-won achievements for the best chance of success. New episodes air every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You're listening to 45 Forward. To reach Ron Rowell or his guest on the program, 
please send an email to ron.roel at gmail.com. That's ron.roel at gmail.com. Now back to 45 Forward. Welcome back, folks. We're talking with Jackie Agdern and Jim Glasser, who are active members of the Long Island Club of Friendship Force International, which is indeed a force for friendship across the world. So before the break, we were talking a little bit about the, the kinds of uh, exchanges or journeys, as we call as you call them uh, now, uh, that Friendship Fort does. So I wanted to ask uh, Jim to give me a little bit more detail and color about how you know some of these uh, journeys um, work and what you guys do actually do with your guests. Sure. Well, the journeys are generally planned well in advance, mm-hmm. and there is a coordinator from um, our group that's matched up with a coordinator from the group that we decide that we want to visit wherever it might be. So for instance, if we wanted to go to Tokyo, one of the clubs in Tokyo, um, we would connect with that group. We would determine how many people from our group want to travel and um, decide on when we want to do this. And they, and it's generally a week long. The journeys are usually a week. Okay. So for that week, that group, the Tokyo chapter of Friendship Force, would put together an itinerary for the week. They would decide on where they're going to take us, where we're going to eat, how we're going to work it out. And then we would be matched with a family or somebody in that group. So in in other words, if I was going by myself, let's say, I might be matched with somebody, Jackie might be matched with somebody else, and all of us going would be matched with different families. Um, We would sleep there in these people's homes and they've all been vetted and we would have breakfast there. And then everybody that came from our group would hook up with people who were there from their group who were embarking on that day's itinerary. Okay. And you would just spend the day with them going to whatever, you know, whatever they had planned. It's some of the stuff that we do is regular touristy stuff that you would just normally do if you wanted to go someplace. And because you're dealing with people who live in a particular area, sometimes you get taken to off the beaten path type stuff, which is wonderful that normal tourists would not know about. Right. And it's great. And then you, we do dinners and, uh, it's just really a wonderful thing. Sometimes what Friendship Force actually does is, and it's more so with the world conferences, really, they'll do like little add-on trips that you could take also. So, but it's wonderful. And we, Jackie, myself, we've all made friends, really, uh, you know, lifetime friends from some of the people that we've met in some of these journeys. Right, right. So Jackie, when people come here, uh, where, where do you folks take them? I mean, I'm sure some of them, you, you go to, everyone wants to go to Manhattan, you know, see the big... Yeah, well, it, it all depends on where they're coming from. Okay. And whether they're domestic or international. A, a typical exchange includes a welcome event and a, a farewell event. Mm-hmm. And um, as as Jim mentioned, the, we would plan the weeks, all right? Now, if they're domestic... We would take them maybe to like Sagamore Hill, hmm. okay. whereas a foreigner would not be interested in that um, right. uh, thing. Um, 
everybody, whether it be domestic or foreign, are always interested in going to Ground Zero in Manhattan. Oh, okay. So we, even before the Freedom Tower and the museum was open, hmm. so everybody would want to go there. So that's usually included right. in, in our, uh, we go to New York City typically uh, two times, two days a week. Right, right. Uh, and during the week. And um, so, so Ground Zero would definitely be one of them. But we, we also, if they're um, before our exchanges, we always ask them, what are you interested in? Okay. And so depending on what their interests are is what we would design our program with. Right. The incoming from Spokane, they all want to go to the theater Broadway. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yep. Um, if it's a domestic exchange and they live inland, we'll we'll um, do a lot of water activity. You know, be by the water. Right. Uh, and um, uh, many times we'll we'll show um, a Gold Coast mansion mm-hmm. and have a tour of that. Right. Um, these are mostly locals, but right. if if it's uh, foreign, depending on their language abilities, mm-hmm. whether we have a tour, we and, and um, or or more visual and more right. physical activities. Right. So it all depends on the individual mm-hmm. group, really. Right. Yeah, how we plan it. Yeah, I just want to mention also that um, we while. Jackie had mentioned earlier that we might do one outgoing domestic, one outgoing mm-hmm. uh, international and vice versa during the course of the year. Friendship Force is always doing different uh, groups are doing uh, trips. So basically, even if you're involved in one particular chapter in one particular geographic area, mm-hmm. if there is space on another journey, you could add yourself onto that. So if for instance, uh, the Costa Rica club was going to Germany, for instance, and they had room for you, you could add on to that. In addition to that, there are also the different kinds of journeys. There are, we, Friendship Force also organizes or different chapters organize theme journeys. Hmm. So there might be a journey right. that's built around bike riding or, right. or wine uh, making or pubs or hiking or echo journeys or whatever it is. So if you're in or agricultural journeys, somebody from our group went, went to Iowa on a on an agricultural themed oh. journey one. So yeah, so it really varies. Um, so there's a lot of opportunities, even if there's nothing in the lo- in your in the local club that you could join other groups. Right. Yeah. So l- let's talk a bit about your personal experiences. Um, back to you, Jackie. In terms of what what have been some of your favorite um, experiences? Uh, My favorite. Or <laughs> I, I, I don't favorite. have a favorite, but I've had interesting ones. Okay. Sure. Sure. <laughs> okay. Don't want to just lift up one person at the exclusion of others, but yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, and, and, um, and they're interesting in, in all different ways. I find uh, Brazil was one of um, very memorable for a lot of different reasons. Mm-hmm. The people there, they love to party, mm-hmm. <laughs> definitely. Okay. Um, uh, we had one day, we went to a water park, and um, seeing how, in, in particular, the women, um, how they appeared, they they're 
not self-conscious of their size or age or anything and, and mm-hmm. how they um, were at, the, they were having a lot of fun. Right. <laughs> and, um, uh, um, there's just so many different things. We yeah. went to a, a, a coffee plantation mm-hmm. where they had a demonstration on, um, had a, a coffee taster tasting okay. the coffee. Yeah, okay. And then we did it. Okay. And, and part of it, it was interesting because you put it in your mouth and then you spit it out. Right, right. <laughs> and, and so it was just a whole new experience. Yeah. So it's like and, wine and, tasting, but, but with coffee in some ways. Yeah, yeah. But, but it's a system. Right. <laughs> you right. don't necessarily spit out wine. Although yeah. some people do. Some, some people, people do. do. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and then also in Brazil, I went to a wedding. Hmm. And it was a, a very low keyed, but like all the guests participated in, in a lot of the preparation and stuff, whether it be making favors and, and stuff. And it was in a um, almost like a tavern like hmm. atmosphere. It wasn't what I was used to here, the weddings that, that I have here. So, so Brazil was one one of the uh, special trips. Right. But and I you know, that's. Of- and that's just it. You know, you, you see how different people live in different places. You know, their right. their customs are different than ours. Right. You know, often wonderfully different, but they're different. Right. And what were some of your experiences, Jim, with the? Um, well, let's see. We were we were in um, Vietnam. Actually, mm. there there is um, there isn't a Friendship Force club per se in Vietnam, but there's a Friendship Force group that they're like affiliated with friendship force and it was just really the most wonderful experience jackie was on that trip mm-hmm. yeah. and uh that was that was fabulous we went to kalispell montana and we drove all around glacier national park and saw a lot of the animal you know it was just really terrific costa rica we went to volcanoes so there's there's just really you know wonderful every place you go there's something wonderful right right to see i'd like to add the um learning about the different cultures an example that i would like to share with you is japan right they slurp their noodles and make sounds and here it's impolite to do such um in vietnam crossing the street you don't look both ways you don't make eye contact you look forward and just go straight (laughs) because otherwise your life is in danger so uh because it's so crowded and and in fact um i have a t-shirt that's has a uh a um, traffic light on it, and it's huh. uh, for uh, on on green. It says I can go. On yellow, it says I can go, and then on on red, it says and I can still go. <laughs> so this was, you know, this is the culture of, that we we experience. Right. So um, uh, you know, it's it's just very interesting. Then in Isle of Wight, we okay. were at a tavern. And uh, we had lunch, and what they served the, on the table was a plate with all the condiments that you would get at fast food um, stores. But mm-hmm. they also served it with a scissor on mm. the plate. Wow! So to cut those, you know, uh, mustards and, and ketchups and stuff, and these little things, all right. these little things, is all part of the culture and how people live. Right. Right. Uh, so tell me, so. Jim, and anything 
So you mentioned some of the things you found interesting and any sort of real surprises on your side? Like, well, I didn't expect that, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, well, several. Um, well, one thing is we had, we had a group coming here from Izmir, Turkey. Mm. And we realized we, that their culture is going to be very different. Um, and we actually had um, somebody familiar with the culture there come and give us a little prep a little pep talk and prep for um, what to expect when they came. And uh, we found that a lot of it was not necessarily true. They, you know, we were told that they were very conservative in a lot of different ways. They didn't drink alcohol. You had to do this, you had to do that. They were much more Westernized than we mm. would have expected. They did drink alcohol. <laughs> okay. Um, and not that we were big alcohol drinkers, but but they did, and and they're much more westernized than than you know we thought. Um, the you know the different countries, the country itself is just so beautiful in different places, um, eye opening in some cases. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I just want to add that they're you know they're in addition to these journeys that we're talking about and theme journeys. There's a number of different other options that Friendship Force offers. For instance, um, this year there is a cruise, and every periodically there's a cruise called Festival at Sea this year. Okay. Um, in addition to the world conferences, a couple of years ago there was a dude ranch visit. You know, mm -hmm. any, anybody mm -hmm. in any of the clubs could come. Right. They provide uh, there's there's English classes for those um, folks in non English speaking countries that want to become more familiar with English, so that they could travel to English speaking countries. Um, there are the world conferences are wonderful, and. Um, started really, I guess, right around the time of the pandemic, we have virtual experiences. Oh, people, nice. weren't, people weren't traveling during the pandemic for obvious reasons. So different chapters of Friendship Force were creating videos and experiences where you could visit their country online. And they'd be somebody that would take you through um, their country, you know, and, and you'd, you'd be able to, in, a, in an hour, however long it would be, you would be able to experience the country as if you were going. Right, right, right. So that was terrific. Yeah. So how many, um, I, I know, I'm sure every club is different, uh, but, but roughly how many members, uh, well, first in, in your club, and then, you know, in general, uh, you know, what, what's the, uh, the range of numbers of uh, people in the club? Jackie? Well, there, the, oh, Jackie. Yeah, well, we have about 40 members in our club. Okay, all right. Worldwide, about 15,000. Members total, okay, all right. Um, and more, you said between 250 and 300 clubs all over the place, is that right? Right, so they're in yeah. like six out of the seven continents, and I okay. think, if I'm not mistaken, about 60 different countries. Wow, wow. So mm -hmm. all over, yeah. Right, right. Um, so... Um, we're going to come up with another break shortly, but I wanted to talk a little bit more about just, you know, a little bit more reflectively about, you know, this, the mission behind the group and what you guys have experienced um, uh, in terms of, you know, your personal uh, understanding of the world and personal sense of fulfillment. Um, uh, I'm going to start with you, Jim, and we'll probably just get to the break and we'll st stop and then we'll go to break and come back with Jackie. But 
So what have been, what, what's been your sort of personal feeling about, you know, what you've learned? Well, just meeting a lot of di- people with different life experiences. Um, but there is common ground mm-hmm. to everybody, whether you differ with them on this, you know, particular subject or that. Um, there are a lot of people, there's a lot of humanity out there. There's a lot of people who respond to the same things. A lot of people, you know, people have families, people have you know, jobs, people love their country, you know, this Mm -hmm, sense of mm -hmm. pride, sense of nationalism in in a lot of the countries that we've been to, and even a lot of the states that we've been to. And it's just been very eye-opening. It's been like, for me personally, it also allows me to open up a little bit, you know, maybe in ways that I haven't before Mm -hmm. to other people and just learn about other people and maybe ask more questions of other people. And it's, it's been really terrific, just exchanging the cultures and uh, learning about other people's lives, their histories, you know, it's been wonderful. Yeah. Okay, folks, we're going to take another short break. We'll be come back though. Don't go anywhere. We'll be talking much more in our last segment with Jackie Agdern and Jim Glasser of Friendship Force. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. Tune in to Melody Edmondson's The Space of the Waste radio program. This companion piece to her successful guidebook series, The Space of the Waste, focuses on body types and how to make your waist length flattering, no matter what your body type is. Guests include designers, merchandise managers, factory owners, and more. You'll also find out what accessories will complement your body shape and waist length. Tune in every Tuesday at noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Variety. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Tune in every Friday to get your weekend kickoff early. Join the legendary G. Keith Alexander for What's Hot Harlem America. The flagship show of the new Harlem America Digital Network has something for everyone. From the latest in entertainment to empowerment, health and wellness, and more, we'll bring you a variety of fresh viewpoints, voices, and ideas. What's Hot Harlem America with G. Keith Alexander can be heard every Friday at 1 p.m. in New York and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You're listening to 45 Forward. To reach Ron Roel or his guest on the program, please send an email to ron.roel at gmail.com. That's ron.roel at gmail.com. Now back to 45 Forward. Welcome back, folks. We're talking in our last segment with Jackie Agdern and Jim Glasser of Friendship Force 
International. They're members, active members of the Long Island Club. Before the break, Jim was talking about some of his personal uh, takeaway from being involved in, in the club. And I wanted to start this segment with some of Jackie's reflections of what it's meant to her personally. So, Jackie. Well, uh, similar feelings as, as Jim. But in addition, uh, I, I've learned a lot about myself and the takeaways of don't take things seriously, <laughs> you know, relax a little bit more. Um and don't judge a book by its cover, as mm-hmm. because there are, um, we a lot of us have preconceived ideas, right? right. And um, don't have expectations, right? Because if you have expectations, you may just dis- be disappointed. Right. So uh, wherever I go, I have no expectations, and I just take it all in. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I think that that's those, those important observations on both your parts. And, and I really do think that, um, you know, there, there's so much talk today about, um, you know, divisions with cultural or political or social, um, you know, in our country, worldwide. And I often, you know, you know, talk to people and say, well, what, what could we do about it? You know, and my response is, well, do little things and, you know, do what you can do. And I think, Friendship force is an example of that. And I think that, you know, you can't be friends with people unless you get, spend some time with them and get to really spend time in their house and, and have dinner with them. I think, you know, (laughs) the food for thought, I mean, I think, you know, when you do that, you you may not come away agreeing with people on, on various aspects of life, but you do come away sort of understanding where they come from. And it's just, it's just, it's harder to have a hard edge when you do that. You know, you just like when you do that, you, you're just you're part of their family. They're part of your family. And and you come away with, I think, at least understanding. And as you put it earlier, Jim, you know, and, and part of the mission is to find that common ground, what what you agree on, what you enjoy, what you experience together. Um, and uh, you know, that that's often m- much more of what we, you know, we often focus on differences until we get together and realize, wait a minute, there's a lot more that we share in common, right? Well, along those lines, along those lines, a number of years ago, some of our members hosted a group of a family from Russia. This goes back a number of years. And this couple brought their younger daughter with them. Mm -hmm. And um, the, our hosts indicated they had a great week indicated to the young girl that when you get married invite us to the wedding and Uh. we're going to come fast forward to maybe two or three years ago she was getting married she they invited our folks to the wedding and they did go to russia to go to the wedding wow and to add to that, since then, um, the young couple is in Germany and our people went to visit them just, I think, believe last year, two years wow. ago. Yeah. Uh, so, in, in new, yeah. 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 So this is long term friends. Right. Mm-hmm. A- anything, Jackie, anything you wanted to add in terms of other experiences that you, you know, maybe not personally, but others that you've. Uh... Yeah. Well, um, that was one. But another one is. Um, a few years ago, when there was a volcanic um, eruption in mm-hmm. Iceland, 
there was a group from Latvia who was in this country and um, western part of the country and they were at JFK and they were stranded there because mm -hmm. flights weren't going out. Mm -hmm. French Air Force um, contacted us, you know, mm -hmm. headquarters to let them, us know they were stranded. Are we capable of taking them in? And we did and uh, fed them and, and spent time and, and they even cooked for some of the, the hosts. And um, then they invited our group to go there. And I believe 14 of our members went there wow. and spent a wonderful week there. That's and um, yeah. yeah, Jim, and you were mentioning too, that there are there's some other um, opportunities for people that you wanted to mention. Sure. Well, you know, not everybody is, is able to home host. Okay. So um, there are other opportunities for people who are involved in Friendship Force chapters. Um, there is day hosting, for instance. So if somebody has a car or would a, they could drive some of our hosts around during mm -hmm. the day mm -hmm. to wherever yes. it is that we're going. Um, we have uh, some people act as dinner hosts because periodically we will have get together for dinners. So we'll have a little dinner party and some right. of our members would, would organize dinner parties. Um, they, uh, Friendship for us established a pen pal idea. Hmm. Um, there is a, as Jackie mentioned, there is a book club that, um, a Friendship Force book club that uh, they um, publicize a particular book and, and uh, at some point you get together and you discuss the book. Um, and there are also, there's such a thing called global members now. So if, oh. if somebody lived in an area where there is no chapter of Friendship Force near them, they could join Friendship Force and you know, join on another club on their adventures um, and just be involved in the club. So, right. yeah, yeah, a lot of opportunities. Right, right. And uh, so how, how does one get involved? Jackie, if someone wanted to, you know, uh, get involved in the club, you know, what do they need to do? Well, um, first, to become a member, you have to be flexible and open. Okay, all right. <laughs> okay, otherwise don't con even consider it. <laughs> now, is there, is there sort of a, a vetting yes. process? Yeah. Yes, yes, okay. there is. Um, the, well, Jim has all the, the, is updated on all the details on that, so let Jim finish Okay, that, go ahead, right? Jim. Okay, so there are a variety of ways to contact us. Um, there is a Friendship Force website that is friendshipforce.org. Okay. And on friendshipforce.org, there is a, um, if you go onto the home page, there is a contact us uh, opportunity. Okay. So if you did that um, and gave you pertinent information, Friendship Force would get you in touch with the respective uh, chapter that's close to where you live. Okay. Um, we also, the Friendship Force also has a Facebook page, mm -hmm. which is Friendship Force International, if you check Facebook and other mm -hmm. social media as well. But on Facebook, Friendship Force International, the Friendship Force Long Island Club has a Facebook page as well. Okay. Um, so those are a variety of ways, uh, and different clubs have different websites uh, also for for uh, contacting us. So if anybody was interested, there right. there are opportun there are ways of of getting through. Okay, all right. Uh, let's talk a little bit more about you know the, 
going, looking forward. I, I know we mentioned it very briefly, but let's. Uh, so, what's coming up in the fall for people uh, in your club, or if you know of any other um, uh, journeys across the country? Um, uh, yes, um, we ha- um, have this incoming from Spokane, Washington, in September. Okay, and if people would like to see what. We'll get a feel of what we're all mm-hmm. about. Uh, we can invite them to particular days that is more conducive for right. um, people visiting and and trying us out, so right. to speak. Right, right, And that's yeah. in the middle of September. Okay, okay. And Jim, if if and, I had, go ahead, go ahead. No, Jim. then as I said earlier, we'll be going to California in late October, early uh, September. Right, right. So go, early November, rather. Early November. Okay, good, good. Um, so uh, are there places that uh, you're thinking about in the future that you would think would be really a, a good opportunity in terms of uh, developing understanding? I mean, I think that, uh, you know, certainly it would be tough. Russia would be tough now. <laughs> but Russia, yes. But, but uh, there are other parts of the world, I think, that, you know, we really uh, know very little about. I mean, I think that, um, the, well, the cultures are in some places are really complicated. Yeah, Jack, yeah. you were about to like. Well, um, one of our members has, um, well, one I'm thinking about particularly, mm-hmm. um, has gone into Mongolia mm. and uh, Siberia mm-hmm. with other clubs. We, we haven't gone, but they have. Uh, another member went to uh, Africa, uh, Kenya. Mm-hmm. Because there were openings there, and these are places that we wouldn't normally go to. Um, although there are tours, but it's different—a whole different experience. Right. And we have a, in um, some in 2023, we actually have a group coming in from Ghana. Ghana. Okay. Okay. So that should be interesting. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And so they reached out to you. Is that? that- the, the way it works is actually um, French Force International makes the matches. I see. We, we okay. may um, request something, you know, what we would like, where we would like to go, but they have the final decision. I see. Okay. That's interesting. Okay. Because n- not all countries have a lot of clubs. Japan has a lot. Mm-hmm. New Zealand has a lot. So, the, but if there's only one club in a given country, then a lot of competition, a lot of competition, right? Everybody wants to go. (laughs) Right. Right. Have you been to New Zealand and either one of you? Oh yes. Oh yes. That was one of my favorites. Uh Um, yeah, I, well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, A lot of favorites. A lot of favorites. (laughs) Yeah. What what I found very interesting, I mean, the people, no matter where you go, have been wonderful, but what I found interesting about New Zealand, considering it's a small country, of two islands, it has such interesting and diverse terrain. As as much as what we have here in the states, they have there. They have the glaciers. They have their deserts. They have their mountains. They have, you know, everything that we have. Yeah, I think that um, I I haven't done much travel in recent years, um, but uh, I remember even you know years ago, you know, I took a, a three week trip um, through. Um, England and Scotland. And, um, you know, even, you know, when you go to places where, you know, uh, you speak a common language, you realize not as common as you think. <laughs> That's there are lots of differences and uh, lots of idioms that you don't really know. And, I, you know, there's parts of, of um, the countryside in Scotland where I'm like, what are they speaking? You know? <laughs> 
Um, and, and so I think it's a, you know, it, it's just an enriching experience. And I think that as we mentioned earlier, um, I, I don't think there's a shortcut through, you know, through to common ground. I think it really does come from the basis of friendship. Um, so I really uh, commend what the group is doing and, you know, they're, they're, they're reasonable, you know, steps that anyone can take, you know, and that's where I feel people should not get discouraged with, well, what can I do, you know, to promote understanding? And also let's face it, it it's not a bad thing to do. Um, you know, as, as we you get older in life, you have a little bit more time and you could be more reflective and, and take your time and really, you know, be a host. So um, again, I, I want to thank you guys for being uh, terrific guests uh, with a really important message about um, the power of friendship in what I call a fractured age, you know, and I know we could keep talking about our various favorite trips, <laughs> but we can, we can, I can invite you back and we'll continue and, and talk about some stuff coming up. Um, so once and I again, just want, I just want to mention in closing yeah. that, that Friendship Force also was nominated for Nobel Peace Prize back in 1992. Excellent. Excellent. Okay. Good to know. Good mm -hmm. to know. Yeah, you've gotten a number of awards, and I think that's the, the highest nomination, but I, I, I think it certainly merits it. So um, so once, once again, before we close, if people have questions or comments for you guys um, or Friendship Force, uh, what's the best way to reach you guys? Best you way to reach email? us is through the friendshipforce.org uh, website. Okay. Um, and that'll be forwarded to us locally. Great. If they have, I mean, it, it, if they have questions for us, it could be directed to us. If they have questions about the organization in general, you know, that could be addressed there also. Great. Um, and again, with Facebook as well. Great. Great. Okay. So folks, uh, be sure to join me next Monday, 12 noon Pacific, or 3 p.m. Eastern time, when I'll have a guest from uh, an earlier show. Uh, her name is um, Sherry Kelly. She's a renowned neuropsychologist who's worked for years with children and adults coping with anxiety, trauma, and stress, who's now working on an interesting project, you know, with colleagues of the Mental Wellness Society International to help families in Ukraine as they struggle for survival amid the uncertainty of their war-torn country. So I think it's going to be a fascinating conversation. Uh, join me next week as well. So until then, folks, may the force of friendship be with you and keep moving forward, 45 forward. Thank you for tuning in to 45 Forward. Please join your host, Ron Roel, for another great show next Monday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We wish you a great week.